Things to ask before you accept the job. It is important to always show your gratitude when it comes to getting offered a job with a new company. However, it is critical to also evaluate the position before committing to it to ensure that your goals and desires align with that of the companies. Asking for a job description that reviews and outlines all of the responsibilities and expectations of the offered position will allow you to really picture what you will be held accountable for. If there are any lingering questions that you have, contact your possible future employer and clarify the lingering thoughts. Also, when looking for a place to begin a career, it is important to be able to visualize yourself growing and thriving within the company. Note whether or not the environment is ideal for you and if it truly is fit for your personality. Being in a workplace that is not fit for your lifestyle and style of learning could become miserable and you should be investing time into a company where you feel would fit best in order for both organizational and personal success. Lastly, keeping in mind your personal goals, both short-term and long-term, is essential in finding satisfaction in choosing a career pathway. Also, ask questions and do some introspection before jumping into a new job, even if you feel that you are completely confident in it. Here are a few questions you can discuss during a job interview before accepting the new job. Ask if the salary is negotiable. If you have enough to offer an employer, they may be willing to pay you more or add extra benefits. This is the perfect time to ask, how and when will I be evaluated? And will there be an increase on the basis of that evaluation? If the salary isn't negotiable, this doesn't mean you can't ask for sign-on bonus or flex time. Benefits are also an important discussion point. If they offer health, ask if they offer health benefits, including dental, vision, and investment plans. Ask if the company pays for your full benefits or if you are responsible for some of the cost. Another great question to ask is if they offer education opportunities. Some companies offer this to their employees. This gives the employee the opportunity to advance in the company and receive a higher education. Not all companies offer this benefit, so thinking about what company you want to work for, think about what does the company stand for and what type of coworkers you will be working with. Take the time to research the company and see if you match. Do you want to work for a company that is earth-friendly and focuses on sustainability, or do you want to work for a company that is more focused on making profit regardless of the practice that they use? If you are applying for a management position, two key components to think about are the role you will play in the company and the team that you will be working for. Asking some of these in-depth questions will show a little of your management style and give you a better idea of a workday. How did this position come to be open? Can you give an example of a typical working day? What would my immediate priorities be? The team could be a group of managers representing their department and they all meet for a conference meeting. This would be your management team. The team could also be a group of employees that you are managing. They would be your team of employees. Here are a few questions to ask yourself. What is your vision for the team? What is the biggest achievement this department has made? What is the biggest challenge this department is facing right now? The more information you have about asking questions before accepting the job offer will help you feel confident in the interview process. You will be able to read the information, get familiar with the questions, and practice speaking out loud. So when the time comes for the interview, this process will be second nature and you will represent yourself in a calm and professional way. Creating professional boundaries. 
Having professional boundaries in the workplace is essential in maintaining a business. Professional boundaries are distinct guidelines which permit healthy relationships between service providers and their clients. It is important for professionals to remain approachable, kind, and accessible. However, it is important not to cross the boundaries from friendly to friends. As a service provider, you need to have clarity on your limits as well as your responsibilities. It is important to set professional boundaries to set an example for the client. Boundaries in the workplace help keep people focused and on track. In other words, avoid crashing and burning. One may also benefit from physical and emotional safety. Harvey is a new staff member at a group home for teen boys. During his first week on the job, one of the boys, Larry, asked Harvey to take him to the DMV to get his driver's license on his 17th birthday, and Harvey agreed to do so. When Harvey arrived for, arrived for his shift at the group home two days before Larry's birthday, he found out from the group home staff that Larry had failed two classes and ended the school year with a 2.0 GPA. The rules of the group, of the group home are that residents must have a 2.5 GPA with no failing classes in order to test for a driver's license. Harvey avoided Larry that day and didn't sleep that night because he was so stressed about the situation. The next day, he met with Larry and told him he wouldn't be able to take him to get his driver's license because of the 2.5 GPA requirement. Larry became upset and stated that the rule didn't make sense because academics have nothing to do with driving. Harvey vented with Larry about the situation and finally stated, it sucks you can't get your license because of some stupid group home rule. In this scenario, it has boundary issues that could affect the 17-year-old and the professional who works at the group home. The main boundary issue is that the professional, Larry, talks badly about the group home. This is a problem because it could cause the members who live in the group home to disregard the rules. Having and respecting rules in a group home is important in maintaining an atmosphere that encourages positive growth. This boundary issue could affect the client and result in him not following the rules of the group home. This could lead to him not keeping up his grades and disregarding other rules. The boundary issue could affect the professional in crossing the line between a role model and a friend. This scenario could lead to the kids in the group home believing that Larry is their friend. It could also create challenges that could lead to the kids disregarding the rules of the group home and believing that Larry will be on their side. The worker could have made changes in, in his actions that would have resulted in the situation not pushing any boundaries. It is okay that Larry was upset that Harvey couldn't take his driving test. The real problem comes when Larry disregards the rules of the group home and talks down on them. Larry should have remained professional. He could have expressed that he felt bad for Harvey, but that Harvey would be able to get his license next semester if he was able to earn a 2.5 GPA. Larry needs to model good behavior for Harvey and be a role model. There are many reasons why it is difficult to establish and maintain professional boundaries. The patient and the service provider could know each other in a personal context from a different setting. There might be a conflict of values where the client's choice of history, relationships, feelings, lifestyle, and or life circumstances conflict with the service provider's values and or knowledge about best practices. The service provider could also have bad teamwork skills by not trusting team members, takes over other people's roles, or thinking that they can provide better services than someone else. There are also signs that people should be aware of that they 
there are boundary issues between a service provider and a client. They might start to think of each other as friends and exchange gifts with one another along with personal contact information or offer to provide assistance outside of their professional relationship. They could also reveal personal information about one another in an inappropriate situation. Techniques for creating and maintaining healthy professional boundaries are important to consider when forming a relationship in a professional setting. As early as possible in the relationship, establish clear agreements with the client regarding your role as a service provider, your availability, best ways to communicate with you, and what to do if you see one another in public. When boundary issues or warning signs appear, address these issues with the client quickly. Self-disclosure is something you should also be aware of. If you do decide to tell a client something personal about yourself, ensure that the information is related to the client's goals. Too much self-disclosure shifts the focus from the client to the service provider and can confuse the client in terms of roles and expectations of the relationship. Don't be afraid to consult with your supervisor or professional colleagues if you are feeling uncomfortable about talking with your clients about boundaries. Dual relationships are another factor to consider. If you had a personal relationship with a client before becoming the client's service provider, realize that you must use your professional judgment when interacting with the client in social settings. You must pay particular attention to the client's confidentiality as well as his or her physical and emotional security. If you're working with a team of service providers, remember to promote positive, open communication and respect and respectful sharing of information. Trust that the, that the team members are fulfilling their roles as service providers and remember that you can't do and be everything for your client.